This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. 7.44 on your Thursday morning. This insert sponsored by Mana Health Products, the only 100% natural organic supplement for blood sugar control. We talk in health and wellness with our favorite lady. It's Wendy Christine, health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. A very good morning to you. Uh, hello, Wendy. Are you well? Yes, very well, thanks. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. I'm uh, thinking now about winter fruit. That's what we're talking about this morning. And how much I'm going to miss an old mango and a peach and a nectarine and a grape that I don't need to import from Spain or Egypt. (laughs) I miss these are my favorite things to eat during the summer. And then I wonder how I feel about some of the, I don't know, more ordinary winter fruits, you know, like an orange shame. It just lies there. It's so hard to peel. It's... (laughs) Uh, I don't know how I feel about these things. Maybe everyone else is excited about the guavas and what's to come. So get us excited about winter fruit, especially me, Wendy. <laughs> yeah, I must say I agree with you a little there. Um, the summer fruits are definitely wonderful, um, and I do miss them as well. But fruits are definitely seasonal for a reason. So in season, they um, have a higher nutritional value, and they have more flavor, especially if you buy them when they are in season in your own country. Mm. Um and because they ripen naturally. So as they ripen naturally, they are filled then with the nutrients and the flavor that is necessary. Mm. And winter fruits specifically are beneficial because they provide the nutrients to nourish our immune systems during the winter months. So, you know, we, winter is typically the, the time of year where colds and flus and other viral infections or bacterial infections are a little bit more prevalent. Mm. And so the vitamin C and the antioxidants and those kind of nutrients in the fruit help to protect our bodies. So we're eating these garden-made food for our garden-made bodies, as we've said in the past, and uh, this has been made to serve us uh, seasonally, if you look at the needs that we have. So this is really perfect for us. Yes, yes. And, you know, everything was created in a season and in its time. Mm. And I do believe that uh, there are certain things that we do need to have more of at different times of the year. And it really is there to nourish our bodies. So we've been speaking a lot about the the things we're going to miss, like the mangoes and the nectarines and the watermelon, but there's some uh, good uh, winter fruit. Run us through that list, Wendy. Yeah, so winter fruits include apples, dates, citrus fruit. So your citrus fruit family is your grapefruits and your oranges and your lemons and your nachi. Um, and then papaya or pawpaw, depending on your preference, mm-hmm. and pineapples or guavas. So if I'm finding pineapples and apples, which I find now and all through the summer, are those being picked off se- out of season and left to ripen artificially? I mean, how are they being made available all year round? Yes, so they generally would be coming from somewhere else. Um, apples traditionally, I think, have always been around for longer. They mm. generally seem to be a staple fruit. Yes. Um, but they certainly have more of a, um, a winter. They they, they towards the end of summer yes um and yeah i think actually the, the the apples could possibly be available throughout the year depending on the type of apple as well exactly there's so many different varietals when it comes to apples uh, i must say mm. i do like a nachi um they've got different varietals of those two satsumas and what else do they call them valencias i think they're also called um, I quite like those and the miniolas. I think you can see I'm really into my nachis. Uh, let's talk about <laughs> let's, let's talk about dates. I mean, that's something that comes locally here from the Uppington area in South Africa, and I am a sucker for a date. Ooh, I do like them. They're like sweeties. So tell us more about dates. 
Exactly. So dates are definitely a, a sweetie alternative. Um, they're full of fiber and vitamins. So they have vitamins such as um, B vitamins, folic acid, vitamin A, and vitamin K. And then they also have minerals, sodium and iron and phosphorus and sodium, magnesium, potassium, and zinc. Wow. So they're, they're, they're really a nutritional bomb. Um, and they are a natural sugar, so you, they can be used as a sugar alternative in baking or to add to your cereal and things like that. But you do want to limit your intake due to their sugar content. So you don't want to be eating a whole handful of them just a couple at a time. Yeah, they really are quite sweet. And they're really great to throw into a smoothie if you want to add instead of you know trying to sweeten it up artificially or with sugar. Goodness, please don't do that. Uh, I, the dates are so useful in all of that areas. And then a good one I love. Uh, except I'm confused when I cut one open and they have no seeds inside. I always wonder, how, what's going on here? Is a good old papaya. <laughs> yes. So I also have that same thing when I open one up and I think, oh, what, where's your pips? <laughs> um, and so papaya is a good source. You'll see many of our fruits are good sources of fiber. And the fiber is very important because it feeds the good bacteria in the gut. And it also helps to bind toxins in the gut that can be excreted. So when you see, you know, we'll repeat ourselves on the fiber a little bit. And many of the vitamins and the nutrients in, in most of these winter fruits are, are fairly similar as well. Mm. But your vitamin C, your, your papaya or your pawpaw is a very good source of vitamin C. Um, so people who think, well, I can't eat oranges for whatever reason it is, there are very many other fruits that you can eat that are high in vitamin C as well. So you don't need to just rely on your, your citrus fruits. Um, and uh, purple specifically is mm-hmm. enriched in the enzyme papain, oh. which helps for digestive um, uh, digestion. It aids our digestion, and it's also necessary to break up break up the proteins in the diet. I actually read somewhere that they they could use purple as a meat tenderizer, oh. which I didn't actually know. So that's quite interesting. But but it's because of that papain action that helps to um, break up the meat and the, the protein in the meat. Um, so it's a very good addition to the diet if you struggle with um, IBS or any gut issues. I love this. Um, and also good uh, papaya for sun protection. Uh, how does that work? Yes, yeah, so it contains a carotenoid lycopene, uh-huh. um, and that is necessary for cardiovascular health, but it's also sun protective. So it protects your skin and it, it prevents you from burning as badly as you would otherwise. Wow. Even if we don't continue with the rest of the list, I mean, there's plenty of reasons here to be adding these fruits into your... People must stop being full of nonsense not wanting to eat fruit. Get your kids to eat yeah. fruit. Come on. Auntie Wendy said. Um, <laughs> uh, we talk, we, we've been talking a lot about apples as well. Wendy, that's on our list. Yes. So apples are also very tasty. Um, they are available most of the year. Um, but especially in winter, and um, they have, they're a source of nutrients, fiber. Uh, they contain pectin, um, and pectin is also helpful for the gut lining. So pectin is what makes the jam um, get thick, you know, oh. so that you can actually make jam. Huh. Um, but what that pectin does is it helps to um, restore the gut lining, and it keeps your gut lining nice and healthy. So, again, people who struggle with digestive issues would do well to make baked or stewed apples and to eat a little bit of that every day. Oh, my goodness. You had me at stewed apples. Uh, citrus, <laughs> citrus fruit, a big one. I and mean, we know we even spoke a little bit about nartes now. And th- those have got to be high in vitamin C too, right? Yes. So all your citrus fruits are very high in, in vitamin C. Um, so that your vitamin C is obviously necessary to fight off infections and to keep your immune system nice and strong. It's also good for your adrenal function because our adrenal glands need lots of vitamin C, especially when we, we have a lot of stress. And vitamin C helps to uh, helps us to absorb other nutrients. So 
especially iron, the people who tend to be iron deficient would do mm. well to incorporate some squeezed lemon juice over their salad or to, you know, to add your vitamin C-rich food yeah. when um, having iron-rich foods as well. Wow. And then one that I've loved as a kid, we had this huge guava tree in our house growing up, Wendy. Oh, my goodness. There were just so many guavas. The dog was eating guavas, which I don't think was a smart idea. But then it would be guavas. Then my mother would make stewed guavas. Then it was ungelachte guavas. And then you got to a point somewhere towards, the, <laughs> towards August where you're like, please, mom, no more guavas. No more guavas. Yeah, we have a guava tree as well. Uh, we have two, actually. Um, so, yeah, guavas are all over the garden for most of winter, which yeah. is um, which is not not fun for the people that need to pick them up. Uh-huh. Um, but they, they're very good sources of vitamin C as well, but also then vitamin A, folic acid, your potassium and your copper, and then obviously fiber, all those tips um, are helpful there as well. And another source is pectin. So a couple of these, these fruits have, have pectin, which is help, healthy for your gut. Um, yeah, so guavas are great. Again, another nice alternative to an orange if you can't eat that kind of thing um, and you're needing the vitamin C. So now we've been talking about these guavas and all the other fruit. We've touched on dates and we've spoken about the sugar content there. Let's talk about this whole idea of fruit. So people say, oh, we can't have too much fruit. You know, it's got lots of sugar in it. And then there are those who struggle with diabetes. And so people are saying, you can't just eat lots of fruit. I eat a lot of fruit. I've already had, I don't know, four different kinds of fruit already today. And it's not even eight o'clock. Yeah. So not, fruit is not good for everybody. Or too much fruit is not good for everybody. Um, so it's good as a part of a balanced diet. But we do need to monitor our fruit consumption because there is such a thing as too much fruit. And especially your diabetics or people with um, your metabolic type syndromes, mm. they tend, fruit can, it, it acts as a sugar and it can also um, increase your risk for fatty liver and for um, problems with storing fats in the body and then balancing blood sugar. Mm. So while the fruit has fiber, and it slows down that um, that release of glucose into the bloodstream. It is still something that you want to, you know, monitor and not have too much of. How much is too much? Well, generally, the <laughs> the, the recommended amount of, uh, of fruit for the day is two portions, mm. which would be one apple and one orange, yeah. or you know, two dates and one guava. So it's not. You shouldn't really be having too much. Some people will go to three, you know, certain people do well on fruit and they can have a little bit more, um, a few more portions of fruit a day. But yeah, you don't want to be having that as the bulk. You want to have more vegetables yes. um, than fruit in your diet. Talk us through this uh, conversation that we've had in the past around keeping our diet more alkaline than acidic. Just as we close, Wendy, uh, isn't there a if I think about citrus fruit in particular, I mean, there's a you have a small cut on your finger while you're cutting through an orange, you're going to know all about it. So isn't there a sort of an acidic or acidity coming from fruit as well? How does that uh, help your acid-alkaline balance in your body? Yes, so it is interesting. You know, certain foods are acidic, but they create an alkalinity in the body, and other foods are alkaline and they create acidity in the body. Mm. So... Um, it's, it's the same with fruit. Um, things like a lemon, for example, you think a lemon is very sour and very acidic, but yet it makes your body more alkaline. Interesting. Sometimes, however, like with people who struggle with arthritis and joint issues, citrus fruits can be irritating for them because that acidity can make their inflammation worse. So they might be able to have lemons, but then they should avoid the oranges. 
So you really just need to figure out what works for you. Um, But yeah, inflammatory joint conditions, especially arthritis, um, we normally recommend that they stay away from things like oranges. You've heard it from Wendy Christine from Integrated Health Solutions. She's a health coach and a wellness practitioner, always on the ball, telling us what we need to know. The podcast available to share. We know you love her podcast and we know you like to share them. You'll find it on our website, kpulpa.co.za. Click podcast, choose morning show, then choose get up and go breakfast. And you go and dig around in there until you find Wendy's name. Her channel is there and this episode will be the newest one on the top of the pile. Huge thanks to you, Wendy. Off you go and enjoy some dates and we'll connect again next week. Thanks, Brad. Have a lovely Thursday. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.